Happy Cinco de Mayo, ladies and gentlemen. We're here back with your favorite Orange County soccer club-based podcast. And maybe one of the best uh, FIFA eSport video game podcasts nowadays. Now that seems like we're all that we're covering uh, on our show on the past month and a half or so. But we got some stuff to talk about. We got a bunch of guests. Let's get started with this. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And it's in. Darwin Jones with the response for Orange County. And it is a massive one. Austin Bold dominant in the last 10. Forrester in the middle now. Gets around a few defenders. Forrester with the outside of the foot. What a strike by Mary Forrester. It's the opening goal for Orange County. Heads it down. Back post. Opportunity and a goal. A beautiful goal by Orange County. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, presented by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. We are the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I am with you pretty much every single episode, except for that one that I missed, where Dylan uh, handled it greatly. was awesome. Dylan Allen. Here, uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, I need to introduce my co-host, Dylan Allen from Counterline Coalition. Dylan, how are you doing? Uh, it's it's going well. Um, I don't know if I rocked it on that podcast, though. I don't think Alan and I agree with that. Alan, how are you? Down in San Diego. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, oh. It's it is a little warm again, but um, the dogs love it. They like recharge their batteries. I think laying out in the sun, so things are good here. Perfect. Look at Dylan just did the smooth transition. I didn't even have to speak with that transition between the two of you. You guys are getting the hang of it. Uh, we have a few guests joining us. First, let me introduce a returning guest that uh, just at the beginning of this video game uh, soccer lifestyle, uh, and he is from Seriously Loco, and that's Christian Canales. Christian, welcome back to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. I'm wondering if we are having some technical issues with Christian. So let's uh, let's move right along really quick. We'll see what uh, if we can get him back on the line. Hey, this is what happens when you do live broadcasts, right? Uh, let's uh, welcome our other guest. This is a first-time guest on our show all the way from the East Coast, spending a late-night time with us. He is also the voice of the EUSL, uh, is a co-host on Nutmeg State, and that is Mike Furman. Mike, welcome to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Don't worry. I'm here, guys. Good to see you. Thanks that for works having out. me on. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a nice, uh, cold, brisk Cinco de Mayo night here in Connecticut. Thanks for having me on, guys. And it is a nice, warm Cinco de Mayo here in Southern California. As many <laughs> of you know, I record in our in our garage with no kind of air conditioning or heating. So on a warm day, it gets decently hot down here. So if you start seeing some glowing on my forehead, that probably is. Um, before we go any further, I got to introduce one additional guest here, and this is a returning guest. He joined us, uh, what, about nine months ago, I believe, after an amazing first goal for Orange County. 
where he got the late winner was against uh, Tulsa, if I believe, if I'm getting yep. it correctly. Am I getting it right, Dylan? Yeah, Tulsa. Kevin, Kevin's, Kevin's going to do it. You got to introduce the him man now. himself. <laughs> Kevin Coleman. Kevin, welcome back to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, so many of you are wondering, hey, what's Kevin up to these days? Well, uh, if you missed it earlier today, he's actually representing Orange County Soccer Club OCSC Esports in the recently started uh, USL E-Cup. Uh, and he had his first match of the the cup today. Kevin, uh, without giving it away, who won yet? How was your experience in your first uh, USL E-Cup, Matt? Uh, it was definitely exciting. Um you know, but uh, kind of had some poor connection, which led to my loss. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. I was excited to excited to play. Um, obviously, didn't get the result today, but uh, we'll be back. We'll bounce back. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. So you said a poor connection. Was that on your end or was that on your opponent's end? Uh, I think it was a bit of both. Uh, okay. Latency was a little bit was a little bit bad, um, but I think it was a bit, a bit of both. So. Uh- so one question that I have right after the end of that match, because it was actually a really good match. You went down 2-0, um, and then in the second half, you made some changes. You came back, you actually equal equalized there in the second half, and they gave up a late, late goal uh, to drop the match 3-2. Uh, but I got to ask you this. is uh, Are you or any of the other members of the uh, Orange County USL E-Cup team thinking of uh, protesting this this loss because your opponents seem to make you wait? for like an app before you get started um i'm not sure if we're gonna protest it uh it's actually not a not a bad shout but uh uh yeah i mean it was a bit frustrating obviously not to start at 3 30 like you know it was supposed to go but uh like uh, but you know it happens um but yeah i don't it's a bit frustrating <laughs> It's all a joke, by the way, on that question. I don't, I don't expect you guys to really protest yeah, yeah, yeah. anything on this. Yeah, 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 I, I think yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you were getting frustrated. Uh, I could, the, the OCSC Esports uh, account on the Twitch feed was like joking around. Hey, I stepped away for an hour and a half, and what's happened in the match? And yeah, yeah. nothing had happened yet. So um, yeah. it was pretty interesting. Uh, have you ever experienced anything like that in, in a real-life game situation where you're ready to go, and then you're having to wait like an hour, an hour and a half before you get started? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, due to, like, uh, weather, um, like, back on the East Coast when I used to play, sometimes it would get delayed, games would get delayed because of inclement weather just changes all the time, so, but, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we we don't really know what that inclement weather is out here in Southern California, so that's uh, <laughs> something new for us out here. <laughs> uh, let me hand it off to you, Dylan. Do you have any questions for Kevin? Uh, yeah, Kevin. Of course, it's uh, the other Kevin on the team, Kevin Alston's 32nd birthday. So what are you guys yeah. doing to celebrate? Oh, yeah, we're celebrating all right. We went to go get some tacos, uh, Taco Tuesday uh, for Kev's birthday. Um, but, yeah, just kicking it at the crib and playing a little uh, Warzone. So we're all having a good time, though. Nice. Uh, Alan, how about you? Any questions for Kevin? Um, so I'm terrible at FIFA. And so how do you go about controlling the ball in the offensive zone? Like you had some pretty nice <laughs> dribbles there and I'm, I'm about to take notes. So um, is it like left trigger? Like uh, you, you, you oh, right man. bumper? Like how? It's no. just hard to explain, honestly. <laughs> I'm just, 
I don't in my game I like to play with a lot of flair. I like to do tricks and I like to dribble around my opponents, just try to embarrass them as much as I can. But uh yeah, that's just how I play. But um but yeah, it's, it's it's hard to explain, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, no, you uh you you looked she say you look good out there. Is that like a, a saying that you use in video games? No, but it was uh, a very entertaining, <laughs> although albeit a little frustrating to wait, but uh, you played well and um, it was fun to, to watch your, that style of soccer on the video game. Cause that's not how I, I play. I just, that. I play a man, you style where I just try to pack the box. And, and, and the goal, so. Uh, let me just, that. let me throw it over to uh, our guest, Mike out there on the East coast. Do you have any uh, questions you want, you have for Kevin on this? Uh, yeah. So you, uh, uh, were obviously given the lesser of the teams uh, to use in this tournament. So Hartford, we got Scotland against Argentina yesterday. Oh. And, and yeah, um, uh, but we pulled off the upset. Um, but we don't need question, to talk about it. My question <laughs> for you, though, is when you saw the draw, like what was the first thing that you thought of? Like what went through um, your mind? I was a bit gutted, to be honest, but, uh, you know, it's not impossible to pull a win. I mean, I almost came back today. But, uh, I mean, I, it wasn't too bad. I mean, Cameroon's the average team. Uh, they got a bit of pace. So, as long as I have, you know, pace on my team, you know, I, I mean, that's all I need pretty much. But, uh, I mean, I was a bit gutted. <laughs> Could be gutted with that pick, right? What would you uh, your pick have been if you would have had first pick and you actually got to make the choice? What would you, Who would you have picked? Um... That's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I probably would have picked France just because, I mean, who wouldn't want France? And, like, <laughs> the best international team. I think, so I think I Alec takes France on, on, uh, on his video games when he's not playing in the uh, EUSL championship, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and then I, I think we have Christian back on the line here. He dropped off for a little bit there. Christian, do you have any questions for Kevin Coleman, uh, who unfortunately lost 2-3 in his opening match here in the uh, – uh, USL E Cup. Spoilers. <laughs> um, Everyone saw it already. I guess my my only question is: Do you feel we we talked about how you felt about draw, you know playing with Cameroon? Do you feel like you can be successful with them in the future? Like, do you think you have a shot in this in the league? Oh yeah, absolutely. Today was just one of those slip ups. I mean, I had my chances. Could have took my chances, um, but it happens. So I think I can definitely, you know, win win games with Cameroon. Well, and when when you go down two nil, you have to take your chances, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, and um, the the cool thing with Orange County is they were, I think one of the USL teams to actually go like really into this esports stuff. They created a, a esports team that competes in the uh, virtual pro gaming VPG league 11 V 11 uh, pro clubs, which is pretty cool. And and I think even the owner, James Keston is a big FIFA uh, player. I think he's actually one of the members of the team, right? Yeah. He is. He is. Uh, do you, do you happen to know out of the five of you, who's the best player uh, in FIFA? Uh, I, I don't. I haven't played any of them yet. I haven't seen any of them play yet, so I'm not sure. Cool. Uh, well, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to let you get uh, go and celebrate more with uh, with Mr. Kevin Olsen out there. Uh, but can I just ask you one quick question? Uh, what are you doing to uh, refer 
for when the season actually does start? Sorry, I didn't hear your question. It was kind of lagging in and out. Sorry about that. I was just asking, what are you doing to to keep uh, to stay ready or be prepared for hopefully a start to the season soon? Oh, it's just been uh, hitting the runs early in the morning with the boys. Uh, we'll, we'll hit the trails. Um, we got a couple of trails that we go to out here. Um, yeah, just staying fit, uh, just working out every day, um, just practicing on my game. But um, yeah, we we can't wait to to get back on the field and and get the season get the season rolling again. Yeah, we did. We did. Definitely can't wait for you and and the team to get back out there on the pitch. And I'm sure all the USL teams together, we're really sort of pulling our hair out, losing our minds, waiting for all that to start. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's it's trouble you guys as well. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's Kevin Coleman. Uh, the he's a forward for your Orange County Soccer Club, but currently he is part of the USL E Cup team that is hopefully going to uh, be very successful in this uh, iteration of video game soccer that's going on. First, they tried the car version. Now they're doing the FIFA. There's also another league that we'll talk about here a little later with some of the other guests. Uh, Kevin, thank you uh, for taking some time out of your evening on Cinco de Mayo, Kevin Austin's Austin's birthday, uh, to speak with us. And you have a great evening you too thank you perfect uh awesome we, we always love when we can get a player on the on the, the the stream here especially uh you know we know he's very busy with some other stuff going on right now which you know we appreciate him taking some time out of that from uh, some personal stuff going on uh, uh, some partying or celebration of a uh, birthday of a teammate there uh, so that's pretty awesome so let's get into this then Let's talk about this other video game soccer that's going on that uh, all of us except for one person on this podcast is playing in, but the, the the last person is actually still participating as the voice of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast portion of the EUSL Championship. Um, let me let me go straight to this. Uh, Alan, you had your first taste of the EUSL Championship. Uh, wasn't the greatest match but you took close for a little bit you kept it close for i think about 50 55 minutes and yeah. then you just sort of opened your goal up to your opponent i thought we were playing indoor soccer which means like an hour and then i was like oh i can stop playing and then there's still half an hour to go and he scored like 22 goals and um <laughs> yeah i mean when the triangle thing gets empty things go poorly for, for me <laughs> and um <laughs> And it was one of those instances where maybe I didn't rank the right substitutes, but all of my triangles were empty and uh, my goal was not. Um, so I ended up losing five to one. I kept it close. I uh, pulled it back to two to one uh, and I felt pretty good. Like I was only down one at, at half. So um, I thought it was pretty positive, but it didn't. <laughs> A negative four goal differential is never a good thing. <laughs> never is um but for your debut and we, we talked about that before like jumping in there mid-season uh, other players have already gotten sort of or figured things out of how this league works and which team's working best for them uh, because you're limited on the quality of team you can use it's not like you're using the team you probably use every day like a like you said a man you or you would use maybe liverpool or people using uh barcelona or real madrid it's a little bit more difficult, a little bit more uh, thought process goes into it. Uh, let me head over to you, uh, Mike, out there. The voice of the EUSL, um, for those of you that have missed it, uh, the, the league puts out a goals of the week, a top 10 goals of the week, and this is the guy that that voices those those lists there, and he does a really good job at it. Mike, uh, how, how have you been doing out there with this whole EUSL stuff, and um, how are you doing on your season? Um, uh, 
near the bottom of the table, but not at the bottom, so that's okay. Um, I uh, I think I'm one one and four right now. Two blowouts, two very close losses, uh, a win and a uh, draw at the death, which was awful. I was up in the 93rd minute and surrendered a uh, long throw-in uh, volley, which was awful in week one. So you know that one's gonna stick with me all season. Um, you got so, FIFA. You know, I'm looking forward to, to my rightful place in EUSL uh, League One next year uh, after this all goes down. But it's been great. I've made uh, a ton of friends. Um, I'm part of the EUSL PS4 Pro Club team, which um, I, I'm actually taking a, a brief hiatus right now to talk to you guys instead of playing with them. Um, so I'll, I'll be back uh, there soon enough. But uh, it's been a great experience uh, overall. And, yeah, announcing the games is fun. So I'm doing the top 10 goals of the week uh, every week. And you can see that on Twitter. Uh, USL Memes and the EUSL account released that. And uh, I'm also now being asked to do a lot of live play-by-play as well um, for a lot of PlayStation games. So that's um, been it's been interesting and it's gone very well to the point where I'm actually now calling Hartford athletics matches in the USL E cup. So I did that yesterday, uh, which was real fun difference being they have real sponsors that need reads um, versus <laughs> EUSL. I can just kind of do whatever the heck I want. You know, I see. So uh, Dylan Allen, like we, we try and make it legit. We actually have reads that you guys have to do during our broadcast, even though we're not making money <laughs> off of them. Because we do a donation thing, and in each uh, match or episode, we like to sort of highlight nice. a local. Right now, it's been just breweries because that's all I can think of for local businesses to support. Uh, by the way, our our local brewery this week that we're supporting is Bootleggers Brewery. Uh, I believe they're originally from Fullerton up there. I'm drinking the uh, El Chango, which is the Mexican-American style lager in honor of trying to do a local brewery but celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I figured that would be a good a good mix right there. Um, uh, you should try, so, try to get your hands on the uh, on Connecticut's finals from Housatonic River Brew Company. Gentle on my mind, uh, New England style IPA, six point two percent alcohol by volume. This is going to turn into a beer There's, cast right now. I can the, I can already tell. Let's go. <laughs> wait, wait, before I get to my beer, I'm, I am drinking my margarita that I made today, also in honor of Cinco de Mayo. So I'm just Fair going enough. crazy today. I have um, some uh, Taco Bell fire sauce. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. This is like a battle, east-west battle here. So what I'm like else? Tupac. Mike's like what Biggie. Else? We're just going back and forth here. And all my sponsorship <laughs> reads, you can see, that's legit, right? <laughs> Alan just scribbles them down on his uh, his uh, square paper, whatever it's called, the math grid paper. Um, <laughs> graph paper, that's what it's called. Yes. Forget no, the, uh, the square, <laughs> the square paper thingy with the math things paper. and the lines that are blue. With more lines than math the other paper. kind of paper. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent more the lines. The lines that go like this. It's got the lines that go like this, and the and the oh. e. And uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, you have no idea what Dylan was doing with his fingers. So it doesn't matter. Use your imagination. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> let me go to you really quick, Christian. Uh, is your ESL championship season uh, going well? Because I know we spoke with you beginning of the season. You were sort of hoping for some wins, but you weren't like thinking you're going to run through the league. Uh, how are you doing yeah. so far? Um, well, it took a, uh, a sharp uh, downtick um, after we spoke. I, I, had, I don't know if it was immediately after or like the week after, but I had like a 10-1 loss and an 8-2 loss. Um, other, besides that, they'd all been pretty competitive, you know, 2-1, 1-0. Uh, 
Um, that's still the, all losses, though. That's the Orange <laughs> County podcast bump right there. <laughs> bump me in the other direction, will you? Well, um, maybe we will this time. Maybe we will. Yeah. Well, um, do you remember my, who those losses were to by any chance? Um, one was a was to switchbacks, Colorado switchback. Um, and the other was to uh, Union Omaha. Oh God! It wasn't FCN for life from the switchbacks, was it? Yeah, it was, and oh, I played. <laughs> it was uncharacteristic because I'd played a couple of friendlies before, and it had always been close. And I just think I had a ba- I had a bad week because the week before that was the one that was like eight two, and the uh, week before was the Union Omaha game where I got spanked ten one. Um, so I I was in my head for a little bit, I think. He's one of the strikers, um, but on most three four pro club, so you know. Yeah, yeah, he's a prop. He's a prop, uh, obviously. <laughs> which, which, which one is this one? The the Colorado guy or the Union Omaha? No, it's uh, Switchback. So me, uh, you got Hartford and Switchbacks are the two strikers on the pro club team. So, um, he so you he, know he can he can definitely <laughs> score. I don't know if he can defend though. So it should have been at least like an eight to four loss. So, it's, so I got to ask, what's going on in Omaha? Because apparently they have some really good gamers. Because uh, they have one of their actual players is representing the team in the Xbox division. He beat me five, five nil, and it wasn't his. Um, he was in control for most of the match. And then you're talking about Christian, how I think you said ten one or something like that to to the Omaha guy on your side. So I guess Omaha has some good gamers. Well, the the guy I played is also on the team, so oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Okay, so these are real players that are playing in the league, and they're just really good at video game. Maybe they have to switch to video game because they want to. I don't know. I'm not I think it. it's that competitive <laughs> spirit, man. Because this guy, this guy showed no mercy, like from the beginning. I could, I, I don't know what it was because I can't usually hear the other people, but I can hear this guy. Like he was mic'd up, and I could hear him. And I don't know if he knew or he didn't care, but like from the get go, he was like, "I'm gonna put up 15 on this guy," and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> 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 Ooh, um and uh yeah it's the, the the xbox side it was a little bit nicer he actually joined us right after the match we decided we played on a tuesday so we decided to just like transition right into our podcast uh from the game because we've been broadcasting the game on our podcast channels and then so we just switched it right into a podcast he jumped on right afterwards hang, hung out with us for about 20 minutes uh, it was actually a pretty cool experience uh to welcome on it's pro- probably one of the first times we welcome on uh, a player from an opposing team was, uh, uh, I know his last name is Knutson, uh, Dalton, Dalton Knutson. Um, so props to Omaha. You guys have some good gamers out there. Uh, Mike, uh, do you have any sneak peek at who had the goal of the week this week, uh, for, or has that been released yet? Or do we know what's going on with that? Or, I saw your it wasn't it wasn't bully season was it it wasn't bully season or was it bully bully season is definitely in the top 10 I'll give you that uh but I can't I can't reveal whether or not it actually won it uh (laughs) typically they're released on uh on on Wednesdays um sometimes they make it as far as Thursdays depending on what's going on but yeah it's uh uh, you know there's some bully season in there yeah what did you what did you think of that clip when I because I, I decided I thought it looked so cool and I had to like crop it up when I actually posted it. I created a, a gif of it and everything like that. I can't believe and I, we talked about it, uh, Dylan Allen and I, we, I can't believe there was no foul called either way on that because it was a total just running over the player um, or there was no there's no advantage played either. What did you think of that when you saw that, Mike? That's FIFA. 
I've, I, uh, I have, I have uh, damn near murdered people in the box, and it gives them a foul. Like that's FIFA. It's uh, it's very inconsistent sometimes. Uh, the US EUSL championship is probably using the USL championship referees. So um, uh, there you go. It's it's very consistent with what we're used to at the very least. Yeah, I do. I do like that Gomez at the end of that play does that whole like just pose to show off his like muscles and just stands there like that which was I thought was pretty cool for that whole thing I thought it was just a neat sequence of events um we had a player that was with us the last couple seasons Michael Seaton he was the one that utilized bully season that was his sort of thing and it was because he was a very physical player so I when, when that play happened I think I think Dylan you were the one that first mentioned bully season on the on the actual live stream that we had there which just sort of opened it up uh, Michael Seaton's mom <laughs> saw it she liked the tweet she thought it was pretty cool so that was a pretty fun Thing right there. Hand it off to Dylan because Dylan's just been sitting there quiet for about 20 minutes now. Do you have any questions, thoughts, anything you want to ask to either of our guests here about the EUSL championship or whatnot? Uh, no, but I want in on this USL E Cup action. I want to be doing sponsor reads. I want to be announcing <laughs> these games. Um and then banned primarily from our good friends over there in Orange County. Yeah. What the heck? Um, I got nothing else. Got, sorry, I got other stuff to do. Probably nothing better. I'll put it off and then I'll do it the last minute because that's what we're up to these days. But yeah, I want to know. I, I definitely don't announce enough FIFA matches. It's kind of it's it's really been weird because I think that it kind of with the speed of the game and obviously in this competition there's six minute halves so you're compressing a whole football game into twelve minutes. Uh, it's essentially like a one person. Uh, hockey play-by-play. It's more of a hockey type of a play-by-play, what I've been doing, just because, you know, possessions will will swap five times within one sentence. So, um, yeah, definitely not the, the stereotypical soccer play-by-play that you're used to. So after that game was over, I was, like, out of breath. I needed some water. I, I was I was not ready for, uh, for doing that. Um, uh, similarly, I've been calling some Rocket League uh, as well. I'm just doing a lot of play-by-play of esports these days i guess i don't know um but yeah it, it, it's just a lot of the high pace high action stuff is really uh really kind of fun i don't know if it would translate into me actually being a good soccer play-by-play uh commentator um i, I probably belong more in the stands than in the booth as far as real soccer is concerned well i think too like you think of like real soccer usually it's a lot more slow pace there's uh, if you watch a really good soccer play-by-play guy, they're not yep. always talking. Sometimes they're just letting the atmosphere just sort of play over the the sound. It doesn't happen as much in the USL, of course, because there isn't as much of that like big stadium atmosphere. Uh, but you know, you just watch some really good soccer uh, play-by-play guys, and it's just sort of you know a nice, good pace. Don't try and be the 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 star of the show. Let the soccer be the star type stuff. Whereas you're doing this FIFA stuff, and you're just trying to stay up with the, the match and and call it, and then you know, with the FIFA stuff too. And I know Dylan and Alan have had this, you know, worked really hard at this. They've done a great job. It's just knowing who's who on the pitch and what player is, is, is where. And, and, you know, especially when I switch teams mid season, now they go from a Russian team to a Saudi Arabian league team, having to <laughs> learn a whole new system, all these new names. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Ah, uh, yes. You figured out that Al Halal has a very good uh, one, two punch up front, huh? Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, I've, I've given up on trying to actually call the act, the, the, the players on the pitch, because at the end of the day, you're the player, right? So it's all about, it's all about Ray and it's all about Orange County, not necessarily Al Halal at that point. So, 
Uh, I kind of just take that approach um, and, you know, just kind of follow the, the red triangle to, <laughs> to, to see where my man is at pretty much. So if you're I'm, calling Alan's game, it's an empty red triangle. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> go, absolutely. Go ahead, Alan. <laughs> uh, I've yeah. been really, I've been getting into uh, E Tiger Woods calling matches. It's been really kind of a, a fun experience for me. Um, calling E Golf. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's great Alan. talking to you guys. I gotta go now permanently forever. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just more fast paced, you know. Like you don't have to wait for the guy to walk to get to the ball. You just press the button and he's at the ball. It's uh, not the way I play. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, any uh, any play by play people for you, or do you stick to the video game version? No, I just I just play. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm a I'm a little too quiet. I'm not outgoing enough for all that. That's why you bring in a play-by-play team like you bring in Mike or you bring in Dylan and Alan. They could just call the match for you. Um, you know, I'm sure they'd w- be willing to do it for free. They don't care. Yeah, you're the perfect color commentator. You let me talk, and every now and again, you've got something to say. <laughs> you know? um, who, uh, what are your expectations, uh, Mike? Because we, we got Christian at the beginning of the, the season. He sort of gave us what his expectations are in the season. Now that we're sort of close to the midway point. What are you thinking, Mike? Where are you, where are you thinking you'll end up? I, I know you mentioned league one is probably better <laughs> yeah. suited for you. Maybe if, if Alan switches the PlayStation or you switch to Xbox, you guys can meet each other in league one next season. But uh, what are your hopes and dreams for, for this is it a one season thing, or would you like to see this continuing and growing and becoming something yeah. more? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep playing. I'll be, I'll, I'll play season after season. I mean, it's, you know, I didn't go into it expecting to win. And prior to the start of the season, I had played, literally three matches uh using fifa 20 and those three matches were during the american outlaws gamer cup so literally i have before the season it was just like oh yeah i'll just jump into competitive fifa and see how that goes and obviously not that well um but since the start of the season no joke i've played uh there's a counter about 250 different matches uh and i have gotten pretty decent i guess you could say i'm definitely better than i was at week one and um it uh i mean the first friendly i played was nine to two i got i got schooled and i'm finally coming around to being able to beat the guy who did that uh to me so um you know uh, obviously a little bit of improvement goes a long way um do i expect to win obviously not at this point in the season um do i expect to maybe get promoted uh next year quite possibly uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really more about the fun. Like I, like I said before, I've made a bunch of friends. I'm having a bunch of fun. Uh, it's not necessarily about the wins or losses. Uh, you know, on, if you watch any of my streams and I implore everybody to follow the newly affiliated twitch.tv slash Mike Fu, that's Mike with a Y, uh, watch my matches. Uh, I turn on party audio. I open the party to the public and I fill the party. So there's 16 people in every single one of my matches just and it's just sometimes we're talking about uh tiger king in the middle of a match i don't know whatever uh but it's fun i'm having a blast i'm not taking it too seriously there's a lot of people out there who are taking it very seriously and i say good for them i hope they win uh that's not me i'm i'm, I'm in this for the fun uh, aspect of it so um you know I, I i expect to come away with some dubs i expect to uh, have some more defeats. The good thing about my schedule is I, if you look at the PS4 East table, I have played 
Uh, second place, third place, fourth place, fifth and seventh place. So I've already gotten tough games out of the way. So that's my excuse for being on the bottom of the table. I'm gonna run rough shot through the second half. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, it's obvious there are some folks out there who are probably. Uh, I, I think in, one of the Indy 11 guys is going to win the PS4 East. I'll put my money on it, and I said it after week one. Um, there's two guys, uh, Colt Vincent and uh, uh, Connor Swats, who are just amazing. I, I And they're also in the USL E-Cup. Uh, so I'm sure they're – I was going to say, I think Connor – I think from what I've seen, Connor's like a pro or something like that, or at least he represents one of the teams or something like that. Or... He'd like you to think so. So he uh, – no, he definitely represents uh, Indy. He's really good. I've been watching his streams. He just won. He played FIFA online seasons, and I think he lost, uh, I think it was four or five games in total, going all the way from Division 10 to Division 1, winning the title. Like, and uh, undefeated, I believe, in Divisions 2 and 1. So, it, uh, yeah, that, kid, that kid's really good. And, uh, you know, so I think one of them's going to win. Um, PS4 on the West Coast, uh uh, that T three Mach eighty eight. His name's Omar out of Forward Madison. I think he's he's the guy to beat um, out there. And I don't know too much about what's happening on Xbox because it's like, who cares about Xbox, right? Um, but <laughs> as, far, as far as the PS four is concerned, uh, yeah, th- those guys are. But you know, the the cool thing is that even Connor and Omar, those guys are in the pro club, and um, so being able to play with them kind of has helped me at my game. I think a little bit. Um, you know, the, the cool thing is that those guys are willing to, if you watch their stream, they'll tell you exactly what they're doing and how they're going to beat you. And they'll just do it to you anyway. But at least afterwards, they'll tell you what you can do to get better. So it's kind of cool. Like they're willing to help out. There are some folks who are very unwilling to help out and, you know, that's just their style and they're competitive and they want to win. So, um, you know, that's, that's good for them. But yeah, as far as my expectations, you know, if I finish, uh, if I finish 12th, that would be that would be a win. Uh, if I make it to the playoffs, that'll be a miracle. Um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of where my expectations lie at this point in the in the EUSL. Uh, Christian, have you had any, had any of that experience where you're playing against a tough uh, opponent, but they're sort of giving you pointers at the end, or or even in a friendly, just sort of working? I know Alan has a similar story. Uh, getting some practice games, and he played with someone that gave him some pointers and some tips and whatnot. Have you experienced that too, Christian? No, not really. Like I said, I'm not much of a talker. I, I do podcasts, but I'm not much of a talker. Go figure. Um, but, um, but no, I kind of, when it comes to the EUSL, I kind of just do my business. And, and, you know, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. And, you know, log out when it's done. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like to joke around. And I'm sure Alan and Dylan will say, I, I'm pretty serious about this. I want to win. I go into every match hoping I'm going to win. Um but I'm also at to this point, I've had some opportunities to really blow out some opponents and I've sort of let off the, the gas a little bit here and there because I don't want to be that jerk because I know everyone's faced one of those players where they just keep scoring and scoring and scoring. I know I did that to Allen in a, in a friendly, just sort of uh, trying to get him prepared for the league because he hadn't played yet. And I wanted to let him know this is how it's going to be. People are going to keep going, keep going, keep going. So I did that. But in the actual matches, I've sort of not done that. I've only had one or two opportunities to do so, but. I've tried my best to at least be a, a nice opponent when it comes to that situation. So I think you're going about this all wrong. Goal differential and goal scored matters in this league. So just keep your foot on the gas as much as possible. <laughs> there, there was, there was a, a, a couple of weeks ago, and no names shall be said, but there was a little bit of a scandal because one of the players uh, on the lesser system uh, 
you know, the, the one from Microsoft had a, um, uh, a, a series of messages sent to a couple different uh, <laughs> opponents basically saying, hey, once it's 4-0, um, just lay off the gas and, you know, it'll just be a forfeit and this and that and don't run up the score. And then got into these rules of, oh, well, you know, you can't actually uh, play if, if, if you get the if the keeper has a bad pass, you can't score on it. Like so some people are trying to stack the deck. I say just pedal to the metal. And if you can score 20 to nil, just do it. Because Connor Swats is going to do it. And if you want to beat him in goal differential by the end of the season, you've, you've got to do it. So I say take advantage of it. If, if you have an opponent that's as bad as me who's going to give you double-digit scores, just, just do it. Rub their face in the dirt. It's bully season. Let's go. Why can't I play you, Alan, anymore? Why, why did you have to replace the one I already played so I can't <laughs> run up the score like that? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's real rude, Ray. That's real rude. <laughs> and I believe, I believe I scored two against you the last time we played a friendly. It was five to two. So, yeah, I mean, you did. Look you're out, you're getting better. You're getting better. Wonder Bread um, is on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's the way I look at it, though, right? Because we're doing an American version of soccer here. So there's a play- playoff. So I think if I can at least make the playoffs, then I have a chance to still beat you in the playoffs. And it doesn't matter. All this goal differential crap doesn't matter because if I beat you in the playoffs, that's all that matters. So um, I look at it as I I don't want to be that jerk to people. Uh, Right now, I think I'm sitting seventh in the table. Uh, I'm coming into a pretty balanced part of the schedule where I'm playing uh, players that are at least around me in the the table. Uh, I do still have some of the tense towards the end. I know I was looking recently. My very last match is against one of the top opponents. I can't remember who it is. I'm still scared to face, you know, the guy from Phoenix, the guy from San Diego, other than Allen. Um, <laughs> and there's there that I still have to face that are going to be difficult on the Xbox One side. Uh, but I will say this, the Xbox is a very tough division. I don't know how you guys are doing on yours, but there are some good players on the Xbox West. It's it's uh, it's not a walk in the park, uh, for all I can say. And um, yeah, that's what it is. Um, enough video game talk. Let's see. Is there any real soccer stuff we could talk about before we have to wrap things up here? I'm going to go to you, Dylan, because you've just been sitting there. Not much to talk about when it comes to playing <laughs> video games. Uh, if this was Rocket League, Dylan would be all over it. But this is FIFA. Doesn't play much no, of it. Let's talk Rocket League. Let's talk Rocket League. Come on. Oh, you missed that podcast. That was that was a couple of podcasts ago, I think. Um, well, there's a new there's a new supporters league starting next week. The SGL, right? Uh, they're starting next week. I think. Have you heard NA, about that, Dylan? Uh, have Have you gotten any information on that, Dylan? Because I know you were supposed to to jump on that. Yeah, the last thing I actually heard about that was that whoever was organizing it just ghosted the guy who's organizing it for our team. So, just kind of assumed it had fallen through, and nothing was going to happen. So my oh, that's a shame. But I don't know if that's accurate. I just took that at face value. And, didn't care and went back to taking a nap. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was having one of those days, but Good enough. maybe my my uh, public gaming career will have to wait a little bit longer to start, which is which is probably for the best. We'll get you to we'll get you to buy a FIFA game, learn some FIFA, and you can join the EUSL next season. I think the expansion fee is only going to be like five thousand dollars or something like that. Oh, well, I'm buy it on the ground floor. I'm going to buy someone's license when they when they fold. <laughs> is that too I mean, real? Like, I'll, I'll sell you the, the, 
Miami. <laughs> Is that too real? Absolutely. I heard Fresno has one just kind of floating around and somewhere in reality. <laughs> so maybe I can get that one for a deal or something. Yeah. I'll just take the old Fury one. I will be. Um, I will be I'll moving down. I will be moving down to the USL Academy uh, for next season. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to get your ass kicked by a bunch of kids? Hey, my my son will be in that league, Alan. You don't. I don't know if you want to face that league. No, man. those kids are good. Those, I I prefer playing against like thirty five year olds. Uh, they they're not as good as the the five year olds. We'll have to get you hey, a mic. We'll have to get, well, so. if you ever get an Xbox mic, let me know. We'll get you on a friendly with my son. He's seven years old. He played Alan, and Alan barely escaped with a victory, and then drew <laughs> against him in the second match. So, um, I'm to call you out on that, Alan. Hey, that dub's a dub, man. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, when you get look, to that I, academy, you're gonna face those little kids that I, I hate with my kids. I hate when I have to play any game other than FIFA with them because they whoop my my behind when it comes to any of that stuff. Because I have no idea what's going on. We talked about it last week with Smash Brothers and some of these yeah. other games. It's just crazy. See, I love. Uh, I'm not great at FIFA, but I am really good at Madden, and I love decimating like my young nephews in Madden, like. Oh my God! They're like, oh yeah, they're gonna just run a man blitz every time. I'm just gonna pass over their head and run up the score like Ray should be doing when he plays FIFA. Like, uh, yeah, play play Madden against a seven year old, and I guarantee you're coming away with the dub. If if it's not Joe Montana football, I'm not playing that that version of a football game. So. Um, let's do this. Uh, real soccer news to talk about because I think in the last week there's been some interesting stuff that's happened. I know there was the, some court stuff or, or some stuff going on with the U.S. women's team and the equal pay fight. Yeah. Um, Dylan, do you want to take this topic? I'm not laughing. About this. I'm still stuck on the Madden train of thought that I had 20 seconds ago. <laughs> um, are we surprised? By the well, for, for for our listeners that may not know what what we're even talking about, I feel like I'm not the one quick, to give this quick background. This background, I think Alan, do you, you want to do it? Who wants to do it? Who wants it? Who? Uh, the the equal pay. Um, a judge threw out one part. So basically, what you do in, when you go to court is uh, a civil suit. You do summary judgment. You can claim summary judgment. The judge just looks at it based on face value and then can make a determination if it's overwhelming evidence one way or the other they can just make a ruling at that point and win or lose um so part of the case is still going forward and things like you know chartered flights and those kind of extra things but the judge said you can't bargain for a cba and then come back and said you would have made money in under a different cba if you had been under this different cba and so there's like a lot of legal legalese and they can appeal and i i'm assuming that they will and there are some things that you have to like prove in order to prove wage discrimination and a lot of it's like legal argument and i think the judge was probably playing it safe legally and saying well you got paid by your cba and you made more than the men did um but if you look at like if they got paid the way the men did they would get gotten paid significantly more Mm -hmm. so there's still some arguments to be made, um, but um, and I'm going to dig into this tomorrow because we're going to talk about this exclusively tomorrow on Fairweather Podcast. Um, but I don't want to steal all your all your. No, no, no. But it, I, I think it's like a, le- a legal opinion based on like some legal facts about like 
bargained contracts. Like you can't say you would have made money out of this. Then why didn't you just bargain for that? And so there's some legal arguments that I think they can make going forward. Like they weren't ever offered that. Um, they weren't ever offered the same kind of treatment. So it should be if whatever's offered for the men is offered for the women. Um, but I need to li- read a little bit more into the legalese of that ruling. But I know that there's a, a huge chunk going forward. I think they only ruled against them on one of three different uh, counts, I think. And like some things of, of about facilities and chartered planes and a lot of that stuff can still go forward. Uh, but he ruled against them just about the wage and the collective bargaining. So I need to do a little bit more reading, but that's kind of what I've got. That's why you asked the guy who's married to a lawyer. Mm, definitely, right? A legal situation. Um, I have to say the women should not be paid equally to the men. Hear me out because the men really should not be paid at all because they are terrible. Um, <laughs> and the most impressive thing they've done in an international tournament happened before what, two generations ago? Three generations ago? That the victory the against Spain 30s? in some, like... Oh, you're talking about the 30s. Uh, I, I know they had the win against 15? Spain, like, before the, the, the South Africa World Cup, and that was, like, the big highlight recently. But, yeah, if you go back, they weren't really that great until back with Dylan Brennan's day. Uh, winning a friendly game is pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, being proud of that. I mean, it's a country of 330 million people, and the best we can do is... I Pulisic, there we go. Yeah, we beat Germany's B team a few years, you know, in the 2014, right? In the Netherlands <laughs> on that same Euro trip, right? And uh, and escaped the Ooh. group of death at that World Cup. Come on, that's that's something, right? There we go. And it yeah, all really all the while that meantime the, the bar is team so just low. winning World Cup after World Cup after <laughs> there we go. World Cup. Yep. <laughs> and I'll be all I'll be honest right now at this point in my like uh, international soccer life. I watch the women's team more than I watch the the men's team. It's it's just entertaining, and I, I don't know. It, it's there there hasn't been this this eight press or great amazing vision from the men's team since Dylan said the like the thirties, I guess. I guess yeah, I mean, the, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. The, I was going to say like the optimism following the what was it the two thousand and eighteen Gold Cup. Uh, you know, very optimistic. And then obviously we, we know what happened there. And ever since then, I mean, at, at our local pub for, you know, our, our American Outlaws pub, um, the women draw more than the men on a consistent basis to the point where uh, during this last Women's World Cup, the final, they had to stop letting people in like two hours before the game because the fire marshal was going to shut the place down. You know, so I, I think they the only time they ever had a bigger crowd and this is in an area outside of, you know, around New York City was in the 94 Stanley Cup final. And so that really goes to show you, like, everyone's rallying around this women's team. Um, everyone, except for U.S. soccer at this point, evidently. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just absurd. The, the Federation is the only one who's not rallying around the team that they are fielding. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of absurd that it even went to court let alone uh, got this result there. But I do understand what you're saying as to why it got it, because the precedent and the legal opinion, but um, still not uh, not right. Really quick, uh, Christian, I would just want to give you a chance to, to share your thoughts on this, and then we're going to move on to a couple of the topics before we have to wrap things up here. Oh, no, honestly, by, by all means, move on. For, for fear of sounding ignorant or naive, I, I am not too knowledgeable <laughs> on this, so 
I'm going to refrain or abstain rather. Perfect. No, no, no worries. Uh, thanks for being honest. Um, let's talk. The USL has a plan, I guess, to start allowing at least small groups of training uh, for these clubs opening up here soon. Um, again, our limit here. Uh, just quick thoughts. I'll go to you first, Dylan. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit early, but I think everywhere is starting to open up a little bit. All these guys live together anyway, uh, basically on all these teams. So they might as well. I mean, if you look at it, uh, the guest we had on earlier, Kevin Coleman was working out with uh, Hugo Coley and Nathan Smith and Kevin Alston and Darwin Jones this morning. Like, So they've already all been exposed to each other. They might as well work out together and, and have some semblance of a team when we start up in a couple months or whenever we do start up. Never. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Alan? Um, I'm, training's fine. I think still we should remain not so hopeful that we will get games in the near future. Like teammates training together is one thing, but when you start introducing uh, referees, when you start introducing training staff, uh, like from other teams, uh, you start having to open things up a little bit more. Then you start getting into people who are being exposed to other people who they aren't normally. Um, asymptomatic transmissions are a thing. Uh, so it's not like you can just check temperatures on your way into the soccer stadium. But I think if you're, um, if you can test your players and keep just the players together, you can create kind of a closed environment of sorts. Um, I, I think Dylan's right. Like you talk to these guys who, especially newer signings, like they're put in team housing in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're, you're rooming with two or three teammates regardless so now you're just kind of introducing, reintroducing into like a bigger house. And if you want to house them in a smaller compound or I, I think it's doable, but um, maybe know when you're going to start before you start training, I guess. Because um, what's the point in like actual training training if you're still, you know, three, four months off from playing actual matches or just canceling a season starting up in March. Uh, but I think some light training, some stuff like that is going to be fine. Uh, and, and forgive me, because I don't really know what's going on in Connecticut as far as, you know, lockdowns and all that stuff. But I do know Texas is is trying to start opening things back up a little bit more than some of these other states, which is where Christian's at. What are your thoughts with this all going on, uh, opening <clears throat> being viewed out there in Texas? Yeah, I mean, you mean like in general? Or are we still talking yeah, in about gen- in general, and, and you can share your thoughts on it as well. Yeah, I mean, I I think that. Personally, where I am in El Paso, things have not been great um, as far as cases and all that goes. Um, so, I, but I have seen a lot of businesses being smart, and even though they were given the green light, they are, you know, making their own decision of still staying closed, um, which I think is good until things do considerably get better, which just isn't the case right now. So, the rest of the state, I can't really speak for. I'm, you know, Texas is Texas, and. They're gonna do what they're gonna do, <laughs> you know. All the areas. I guess that was sort of that was sort of bad on me because I, I think El Paso sort of leans more towards like the the, the whole thing of like New Mexico because you're pretty much New Mexico right there. You're 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 way closer to New Mexico than you are to say Dallas, San Antonio, oh, Houston, yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's you know without getting too into it, you know, El Paso is is different than a lot of the rest of Texas. I will say that much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about out there uh, in Connecticut, Mike? Uh, how are the thoughts uh, on getting some players back together and getting training for hopefully a season? 
Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, the players are living together uh, for the most part um, and uh, have been very careful to be as isolated as possible. Um, so, you know, starting up those types of team activities, small workouts and everything, uh, I, I, I think it's okay. I mean, these guys are already going on runs together and they have dedicated uh, uh, workout times, obviously a lot of vir the virtual stuff, but you know, they've, they've been quarantined uh, and, and have not really been in touch with anybody in the public. So um, starting on that smaller scale, I think it's, it's cool, but I mean, I, I still don't think we're really close to uh, the point where we can even consider having matches um, closed door, let alone with fans inside the stadium. It's um, you know, where we are and, and especially where I am. So I am, about 60 plus miles outside of New York City, which, you know, as you know, is kind of the was the first epicenter of, of this crisis in uh, in this country. And um, it it was really fast and furious, kind of uh, really hitting us hard. And, you know, even though we're seeing a, a decline in cases now um, in new cases in the greater New York City area, including Hartford, it's um, the rest of the country is still going up. It's still trending upwards if you if you look at the metrics. So, uh, sure, we can start having practices, but until every single city around the entire country is able to actually uh, see that decline, uh, you know, how are we supposed to reopen with anything other than just you know us playing New York Red Bull two every single week because that's all we can we can trust <laughs> at this point, um, and that's not what I, you know, a, a Darby season is not necessarily what, what's in the cards for me. Um, you know, I, as, as long as we're being smart about it and, and, and once we get to the point where we can reopen, I'll be the first one in the stadium. Right. But it's, it's obviously we, we got to um, practice due diligence uh, uh, until we get to that point. And I think all the teams are, 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 uh, being very careful and the league is being very careful. If they thought that the, that we were reopening, anytime soon we wouldn't have the usl e-cup happening right now like i yeah. mean you know the, the writing's kind of on the wall with an event like that so it's uh uh you know we're just gonna have to see what happens as far as the players working out great let them stay fit they need to stay fit they're professional athletes they can't be yeah. sitting inside playing fifa all day um like like some of us can you know what i mean uh, <laughs> but it's it's uh you know the when it's time for matches, it'll be time for matches. But until then, you know, I, I'm, I'm still cautious, uh, cautious about reopening. I'm cautiously optimistic. We can actually have some semblance of the season this year. Um, but you know, uh, obviously gotta be very careful with this and that avoid that dreaded second wave that we've heard so much about. You know? <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, and it's, it's cool. Like, like you've all said, it's cool to get like some of these small group gatherings together for some training, some practices in hopes of, of a season, um, props to the USL for, for taking the, the approach they've taken because they are not this league that has all this revenue from, from TV sponsorships, mm -hmm. um, just regular sponsorships and whatnot. These are clubs that really need the fans, really need the matches, really need the games, uh, to, to truly survive. So the fact that they're taking this, uh, at, at the pace that they are is 
props to them for worrying more about the safety and the health of, of their players, their staff, the fans, uh, and their communities, as opposed to just trying to bring the money in that they, they really do need and whatnot. So good on that. Um, really quick, a couple other things just to talk about. Uh, one of the things that Orange County uh, started last year and they, they're bringing back this year and um, sort of, uh, I guess, it's, it's a way to sort of interact with the community and the fans is they, they are bringing back the pro experience. Uh, for this season, uh, for those of you who don't know, the pro experience is basically just sort of um, this extra uh, training um, and con or interaction with uh, staff, coaching players uh, with the team. So they're going to be doing like Zoom trainings this season. They're going to be doing, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I lost my wording on there. Um, let me just read what what uh, they they emailed me on this, though, by the way. So. Uh, they are reintroducing the pro experience. Uh, they're going to offer a 30 day free, um, trial or free experience for anyone that uh, registers in the month of May. Uh, you get behind the scenes, scenes training and education uh, from the staff, uh, coaching players and whatnot. Uh, it's great for youth soccer players and adults, soccer players, coaches and whatnot, uh, in that. So definitely look at that. And part of that, you get like tickets to matches and stuff like that. So it's really good value for anyone that is looking at ways maybe to stay involved in soccer. Maybe their, their, their kid is a youth player that needs just some way to be able to interact and get some training done. So this opportunities to maybe join in some zoom trainings uh, and get some work in with some professional uh, coaching staffs and players on that. So you know, you can look into that if need to uh, uh, by going to the team's website and looking for the pro experience section on there. Um, and then I don't know. Is there anything else going on or is, I think that's about it that we should talk about. Cause we are definitely hitting our limit. We like to keep it at an hour if we can. Um, Hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into our random thoughts of the evening. Uh, Christian, you've been on before. So I think you sort of remember this, but Mike just let you know, we like to end each episode with just a random thought. Uh, doesn't have to be soccer related. It could be anything. You could be like Dylan and tell us what book we have to read or poem we have to read. Um, so we'll start with Dylan. What book are we reading this week, Dylan? Oh, uh, nothing. But pourquoi pas apprendre un nouvel langue instead? Um, which is to say, why not learn another, uh, a new language or another language? Um, we have a ton of time. Is Rosetta Stone you now, Dylan? No, that's not what I use. Um, but. You know, we're all connected. We're all stuck at home right now all over the world. So you can talk to other people in different countries and listen to podcasts in different languages and read the news uh, and listen to the news and watch the news in different languages. And because we're all experiencing the same thing around the world right now, most of the news is pretty easy to pick up because of that. Maybe they speak quickly for you. But hey, why not? We could all be better world citizens if we all spoke more than one language. Um, and to prove that, uh, club owner James Kesson exclusively speaks to club captain Michael Rosco in Spanish, which is kind of cool to watch happen. <laughs> I should have picked up Spanish, but... Uh... You did French instead. <laughs> Alan, what about you? <laughs> My random thought is... Um... Something that's been on my mind a lot recently it, with the talk of bringing school back and doing it in a fashion that is going to be different than your children are used to. Uh, my concern is always that make sure that when we, as, when you as a community think about what education looks like, that you always include the arts in the conversation or 
frequently left out when we talk about public schools. Um, but just like athletics is a huge part of kids' um, school experience, uh, the arts is the same. And um, those types of programs are what keeps kids who are on the fence in school. So when you're thinking about coming back as a community, also think about all of the students and all of the parts of the student that needs those needs need to be met. Um, so make sure that you're not shortchanging your students just to rush back into a classroom. Think about uh, every student, how those those programs uh, affect them. Uh, just something to keep in your mind as we uh, start planning on what school is going to look like in a couple months. I don't Alan, think you all heard it that well, but hey. Of an, <laughs> an average trombone during a three-minute song. Okay, he's gone. Look what you've done, Ray. <laughs> I did it. He, he, I think he knew it was coming before he even ended because he started taking his headphones off before he ended his speech. <laughs> Christian, what's your uh, Christian, what about you? A random thought for the evening. Uh, it's a little more lighthearted than, than the last ones. But, guys, I live in a desert, and gardening in the desert is tough. Um, been trying to beautify my yard a little bit, and I've been doing a lot of failing. I have one successful plant, and it's an aloe vera, so it's a cactus. I live in a desert. It better live. So, yeah, it's tough. I'm sure it's probably a lot easier <laughs> with the climate where you guys are, but here in the desert, it's rough. I'm sure it's easier here, but I think technically at least where I am in California, it's technically considered a desert-type area. No, we live no, in a Dylan, am I, am I wrong? Huh? Yes, you are wrong. We live in a chaparral. Okay. Dylan's smarter than me. <laughs> he he more recently finished um, high school than I did, so that's why he's smarter than me. That's not where I live. Uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, what's your random thought for us? Taiwanese baseball is lit. Watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How excited are you about Taiwanese baseball? <laughs> you said I could talk about whatever I want. Listen, the Fubon Guardians are our uh, first pitch is only a couple hours away. Korean baseball is about 20 minutes away from first pitch. I've been watching a lot of this this Asian baseball. Uh, it's a party out there, man. Sir, yeah. this is an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess Asian baseball is, is the way to go if you want to watch some actual live sports instead of video game sports or uh, grown men talking about sports and video games on a podcast slash uh, video stream here. Uh, my, my, my random thought, I guess I want to say, is uh, I, I know I, I posted on our social media about potentially doing a Orange and Black Soccer cast jersey, um, maybe sort of to go with what we're doing with the, the EUSL championship and just sort of to have something – uh, branded with us and, and something on there. We're working on final designs and waiting for mock-ups on it. Uh, once I have them, I'm just, we're going to discuss it, figure out a design to go with, and we'll let you guys know what it looks like. If anyone's interested, we'll definitely give you uh, uh, an outlet or how you can go ahead and um, show your interest and potentially purchase one of these things. I think they'll be pretty cool. I know uh, Dylan, Al, and I have looked at some of the mock-ups and we sort of like a, a couple of them. They're, they actually look very interesting um, and very fun. And yeah, I think we're leaning towards an orange color because I know that's always a fun color to have when you're at an Orange County Soccer Club game as well. Wait, what? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Uh, really quick before we wrap things up, I want to give everyone a chance to let our listeners know where they can uh, hear more or, or listen to more or 
we read more social media stuff. So let me go to you first, Christian. Where can our listeners follow you, listen to you, watch you, whatever? Yeah, personally, I'm at the mm-hmm. twitter.com slash fly, F-L-Y-13091. Um, and also, like you said, I'm part of Seriously Loco. We're at Twitter, uh, at Seriously Loco. We're not putting out a lot of content right now, unfortunately. Uh, but hopefully once soccer gets back up, we'll we'll get it back into the, into that rhythm. Perfect. And what about you, Mike? Oh man, I don't know if there's enough uh, enough time left in the day, but I'll I'll give it a whirl. Uh, so personally, you can find me uh, on all the platforms at Mike Foo. That's Mike with a Y. M Y K E F O O. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, all the good stuff. Definitely subscribe to me on Twitch. I'm affiliated now. Come on, buy me a coffee. Um, and then uh, the Nutmeg State podcast. You can find us on uh, on Twitter. Uh, at nutmeg underscore state. Uh, we're also on Instagram, nutmeg state pod, and on Facebook, nutmeg state pod. If you want to listen to us, we're obviously on all. <laughs> Wait, the pause. We're waiting for it. Oh! <laughs> wow, Alan, that was beautiful. That is thank you. Decades of music <laughs> education that let him. Hear that now. This is why we need the art later, of school. Come by. Yeah, uh, that's I, impressive. <laughs> I think what he was trying to say is we're on all the major uh, podcast platforms. That's probably what he was saying. I was, I'm was, i just best guessing on that. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it back on before we wrap things up just to sort of clarify that. Dylan, we'll go to no. you next. Where can oh, our he, listeners follow you, find you? Oh. Oh, oh wait. He's oh, back. Oh, he's back. He's kind of back. I don't know what just happened, guys. I was just trying to talk about the beautiful game that we're sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. Are you guys there? We are here. We are here. Heard it. <laughs> oh, do it. Do it. Do an ad read. Do an yeah. ad read. He's a pro. Uh, do an ad read. Uh, Tired of the same old? Nutmeg State is brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. If, if your neck is rough, put a scarf on it. Roughneck. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's a great podcast. We really focus mainly on Connecticut soccer, all levels from youth to high school to semi-pro to the pro with Hartford Athletic. Uh, my co-host, uh, Seton O'Connor from the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, any of you guys uh, probably know who he is more so Wait, than me. Wait, he, he's but, your co-host? Um, you know, uh, uh, Seton's yeah. your co-host? Yeah, Seton's my co-host. Damn. Oh, now oh, I now get stuck with co-host. Dylan and Alan, you get Seton. I was just typing that. Like, he gets stuck with the two of us. <laughs> Alan has yeah. the right thought there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Alan wasn't even upset about it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but Dylan, Dylan's a good name because Harford Athletic plays at Dylan Stadium. So, you see? You see? I, I appreciate his name. I don't know right? if he spells it like you guys do, but... Uh, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't know. It's a, historic, it's, it's, it's a historic stadium. So, be glad you were named after it. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Oh yeah. And, uh, the supporters group I'm a member of the Mad Hat Massive supporters, give them a little follow, uh, uh, absolutely amazing, uh, Twitter accounts, lots of focus on new Haven style pizza, uh, which is the best pizza in the world. If you haven't had it, you have not had real pizza. And, um, I think that's it. I can talk more about pizza if you want, but I don't think you want. That's my random thought of the day. New Haven pizza is the best pizza in the world. Don't worry about Taiwanese baseball. That's my random thought of the day. Let's go. Let's go to the the best co-host there actually is. That's Dylan. Dylan, where can our listeners follow you? Oh, it's actually Alan. No, <laughs> yeah, you're the best. He's gonna go. And now the worst 
co-host a podcast can ever hope for. Like, I'm like so bo- bottom of the barrel. Like, I get excited when people are scraping the bottom of the barrel because that means it's going to be my turn next. Nice. That's what that means. <laughs> um, well, one s- of you share with where they can follow. Yeah, you. if you've somehow made it to the end of this podcast, my my apologies for the last hour and fifteen minutes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at OCSE underscore Dylan or on Reddit slash you slash OCSC underscore Dylan or on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash Scott's Bedroom. He's a rapper. Yeah, I mumble rap. <laughs> so, 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 I like to do Xerox and then Elon Musk named his baby a bunch of random things and it's Karl Marx's birthday and my stapler. Oh, hey, Alan, where can people find you on the internet? Fire. You could find me at A Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. We got to turn that into an actual song for you now, Dylan. We'll, we'll get like a techno beat or something or one of those grimy beats behind it. We'll just put it on repeat, whatever. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Ray some more. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at OCSC underscore soccer catch. You can look for the podcast on Facebook, orangeandblacksoccer.com. We're on Pinterest. We're on Instagram. Look for us on all those. Just search for us. You'll find us. You can also go to our website, OCSCpodcast.com, uh, to watch or to listen to any of our previous episodes uh, to hear what we used to sound like when we first started to where we are now. Um, not much yeah. has changed. Not much has changed. It's gotten oh, uh, worse and... in some bad, in a worse way. It's gotten worse than when we started. In a better way, it's gotten worse than where we started. Uh, and um, look for Dylan Allen on the the play by play of my next match. I believe right now it's going to be on Thursday. I haven't let them know yet, so they're finding out for the first time here too. Probably on Thursday is my next match. So look for it then. Um, I want to once again think. Uh, Kevin Coleman for taking some time out of uh, Cinco de Mayo to come join us on the podcast. I also want to thank our guests, uh, Christian and Mike, for taking time out of their evening to join us on the podcast, especially you, Mike. You're way out there on the East Coast. I know it's late for you, Christian, too, but uh, Mike has you beat by an hour or two, so uh, got to give props yeah, for that. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm staying up for first pitch in, in Seoul. We're, we still have <laughs> – I'm, that's not a joke. We still have 17 minutes until first pitch. Just listen to that girl singing What's in, uh, She Wants to Know What's Inside Your Butthole for 17 minutes it'll be it'll be good it'll be good <laughs> what are you watching uh, on twitter alan uh right, I, before, i'm gonna end this before it turns alan into in the dark web these days oh, there we go. this is the orange and black soccer cast and we are out you have been listening to the orange and black soccer cast for the latest orange county sc news and information visit our website ocscpodcast.com also thanks to our sponsor roughneck scarves official scarf supplier to mls USL and US soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. And we're also part of BGN, so don't forget about that beautiful game network. Look for them also, and you can find our guest there as well. Awesome. Have a good evening.